Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A buddy of mine gave me a monitor and it uses DisplayPort. What the heck is that? I looked it up and the connector either looks like Thunderbolt or USB-C, but, but what the heck is this? What's it good for? Why isn't it just HDMI? Confused? Don't be. Let's help you know a little more about DisplayPort. DisplayPort is one of many different interfaces that turn bits of data into pictures on a monitor for you. It's the one that has that rectangular connector with a funny angle on one corner, although there are plenty of other ways to get it. DisplayPort is developed by the Video Electronics Standards Association, or Visa, not Visa, V-E-S-A. It's a standards incorporation created by NEC Home Electronics way back in July 1989 as a successor to good old VGA. The organization now is made up of about 300 companies and is based in San Jose, California. Okay, back to DisplayPort itself. DisplayPort is a high-quality display tech, and it has something called dual mode that can output either DisplayPort, single-link DVI, or HDMI from the same port. I know, that's more than two, but it's still called dual mode. Deal with it. Because of dual mode, DisplayPort is compatible with HDMI and single-link DVI with passive adapters, just, just dongles, just something you plug in one end to each end and good, you're good to go. If you want more like dual-link DVI, you're going to need a powered active adapter. But I know you probably only care about HDMI. You can use a passive adapter to use a DisplayPort jack with an HDMI display, but you can't connect DisplayPort to an HDMI source. Technically, it can be done, but it's not practical. So if your laptop has a DisplayPort jack and your monitor is HDMI, you can just get a dongle, a passive dongle, and you're fine. If your laptop has an HDMI port and your monitor only has DisplayPort, that's probably not going to work. Now, I know most of you identify a display connection by the connector, the shape of the plug. So let's talk about that. DisplayPort supports two types of connectors, a full-size connector, that's the one I mentioned before with the angled corner, that one's called standard DisplayPort, and it sometimes has a latching mechanism, not as much anymore, but you may see those. The second type is the mini DisplayPort connector, which was developed by Apple and is logically called mini DisplayPort. Uh, Thunderbolt 1 and Thunderbolt 2 used the mini DisplayPort connector shape before Thunderbolt switched to USB-C's shape for Thunderbolt 3. 
There are a few other types of DisplayPort connections that you may encounter. An embedded DisplayPort connection, or EDP, is used inside laptops to connect the motherboard to the screen. That all happens inside your laptop, so you're not going to run into it unless you've opened your laptop, maybe for a repair or something. And inside TVs, there's a version called Internal DisplayPort, or IDP, again, all on the inside. One you're much more likely to come across, though, is DisplayPort's alt mode on USB 4. This lets DisplayPort signals come out of a USB-C port. Now, you can do this because some of the pins on a USB-C connector are reserved for other protocols, like DisplayPort. DisplayPort is part of the USB 4 standard. See our episode on USB 4. So you can connect a laptop with a USB-C port to a DisplayPort monitor. Yay! All right, so what does the DisplayPort protocol itself actually do? Why would you even want this? Uh, DisplayPort has four lanes of data and can transmit video and audio either simultaneously or one without the other. It can also carry USB 2.0 data and up. It supports up to 32 channels of 16 or 24-bit audio. And because it has independent data streams, it can support multiple monitors if you have enough bandwidth for the resolution the monitor needs. A note about bandwidth numbers, you're going to hear two kinds of bandwidth specs in this episode, and they're both official. Rather than just giving you the maximum spec and saying, well, your mileage may vary, the DisplayPort spec notes both. Maximum bandwidth is how much the standard is capable of. That's the most you could ever get out of it. Effective bandwidth is how much you get after accounting for the overhead of encoding, how much you actually have to use. And both are part of the standard. Visa approved DisplayPort version 1.0 on May 3rd, 2006. It allowed a maximum bandwidth of up to 10.8 gigabits per second. Version 1.1 added support for HDCP and fiber optics, and fiber optics meant that the cables could be longer, up to that 15 meters. In January 2010, version 1.2 doubled the maximum bandwidth, again the maximum, to 21.6 gigabits per second, and added multi-stream transport, or MST. That lets you daisy-chain multiple monitors on one port. It also officially included Apple's mini display port as part of the spec. That's the one that shared a connector shape with Thunderbolt before Thunderbolt changed its connector shape to be the same as USB-C. <sighs> In January 2013, we got DisplayPort version 1.3. This one added optional support for adaptive sync, like AMD's FreeSync. In other words, you could have 1.3 without sync, but it was part of the spec. We covered that a little bit in the episode on variable refresh rate. On September 15th, 2014, we got DisplayPort 1.3, that upped the maximum bandwidth to 32.4 gigabits per second, with HBR3 mode that featured 8.1 gigabits per second per lane. The effective bandwidth, the amount you could actually use, was 25.92 gigabits per second. That gave enough overhead to support 4K at 120 hertz or two 4K monitors at 60 hertz, or even 8K at 30 hertz. It also added support for HDMI 2.0. You can see our episode on that as well. And HDCP 2.2 copy protection. 
All right, on to March 2016, we get DisplayPort version 1.4, which did not increase the bandwidth, but it added some important stuff. HDR10 metadata, forward error correction, and a big one, Display Stream Compression, aka DSC. DSC helps squeeze more bandwidth out of the video signal. It really accounts for a lot of what DisplayPort can do now, but it does modify the signal a bit. They call it light compression. In practice, it affects video quality more than latency because it encodes and decodes in real time, but it really doesn't affect either very much. Uh, Version 1.4 also increased the maximum inline audio channels to the 32 we have now. All right, finally, DisplayPort 2.0. This one just came out June 26, 2019, has a maximum bandwidth of 80 gigabits per second and supports 8K at 60 hertz without compression, without DSC. With DSC, it can go all the way up to 16K at 60 hertz or two 8K displays at 120 hertz or even three 10K displays at 60 hertz. Why not? Okay, I know, I know you're saying, I don't have an 8K monitor, fine. Uh, For those of you who would like a more practical example, try two 4K monitors at 144 hertz refresh rate with no compression or three 4K monitors at 90 hertz. If you're using USB-C to connect to a DisplayPort monitor, version 2.0 of DisplayPort came with DisplayPort Alt Mode 2.0. So over USB-C, you can support one 8K monitor at 30 hertz with no compression or two 4K monitors at 120 hertz or three 4K monitors at 144 hertz with compression. Another thing it can do with all that adaptability is support VR and AR headsets at high resolution. Remember, a virtual reality headset has one screen for each eye. So you need high resolution in both screens and uh, DisplayPort 2.0 is good for that. Okay, now you know what the DisplayPort can do. Let's talk cables. There are three certifications for DisplayPort cables and five names for the speeds that you can get on those cables. The speeds I'll give here are the effective speeds, aka the speeds you get after accounting for the overhead. When shopping, you're probably not going to see either of these, but they can be handy for narrowing down searches. Uh, So I'm going to give you both the speed name and the certification type. RBR, which is both the name of the certification and the speed, supports version 1.0 up to 6.48 gigabits per second. You're not going to see this one anymore. It's old, but it's it's a standard. It's still there. Standard certification supports version 1.2. It covers HBR and HBR2 speeds. HBR is 10.8 gigabits per second. HBR2 is 17.28 gigabits per second. Again, effective rates. And DP8K certification supports versions 1.3, 1.4, and 2. And the HBR3 and UHBR speeds. HBR3 is 25.92 gigabits per second. UHBR is 77.36 gigabits per second. Now, again, those cables can run from 2 meters to 15 meters long, though if you're daisy chaining, remember, that can reduce the maximum length at which the signal can go. So you might not get a 15 meter cable to work if you're daisy chaining. If you don't know what version your device supports, good luck. One annoying thing about DisplayPort is you usually have to look at spec sheets to tell what version your equipment is supporting. There's no standard way of identifying it on ports or cables. Another annoying thing sometimes is deep sleep. This is an energy-saving mode on some DisplayPort monitors that doesn't cut power entirely, 
when they go to sleep so that it can wake up faster, which is great when it works. It saves you almost as much power, but it wakes up faster. However, it doesn't always work. So if you're having trouble getting your DisplayPort monitor to wake from sleep, disabling deep sleep might help. So who is DisplayPort for? If you're not trying to get the cheapest option, and you don't need the widespread compatibility of HDMI. Remember, HDMI is going to be on your hotel TVs, your conference rooms. If you're not worried about either of those, you're using it in one place and you've got a few more dollars to spend, DisplayPort will give you higher refresh rates and more options to configure adaptive refresh rates. Usually I see this as a plus. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For video gamers, uh, it can also be good for other things like video editing. In other words, I hope you know a little more about DisplayPort.